0: giving up times are hard and you're not strong I know the answer for you and it will lead to the truth don't look back to yesterday now there are answers on welcome to live pra waiting there for you here's your host bill Caly And Welcome to Live Prayer. I am Bill Keller. It's good to be with you on this Tuesday evening. pray you had a good weekend, a good start to your week. I'm glad to be back with you once again. If you're new to the program, you're watching Live Prayer. We come to you live in Living Color every Monday through Friday, 11 to midnight, Eastern Standard Time, and wherever you may be watching me tonight, all throughout this great land of ours, from sea to shining sea, and from border to border. Thank you for tuning in. Friends and other far off great lands, welcome to you as well. Once again, I'm Bill Keller, founder of LivePrayer.com, world's largest interactive Christian website. Reach a little over two and a half million folks each and every day via the internet. Please check us out online. Web address coming up on your screen, liveprayer.com, liveprayer.com. So pray you had a good weekend, a good start to the week as we are actually kind of counting down to Christmas, huh? Let's see. Uh, yes, yesterday was uh, Monday, that was the 11th, right? So, uh, 2 weeks from yesterday's Christmas. So, coming on quick and that's the end of the year and then we get into the year 2024. Oh boy. Pray up, folks. It's going to be a daily roller coaster. Each day is going to be one long roller coaster. <laughs> As we get into twenty twenty four, trust me when I tell you. But I'm going to be here to walk you through each and every day's events, put it in perspective, and uh, of course, all all of our uh, sites are set on November fifth when we have that next election. Oh, there's so much that's going to happen between now and then. Unbelievable. Four things I should do for me each night in the program. First, pray for me and the program. I appreciate that more than you know. Second, please encourage people you're with over Christmas to sign up for the free Live Prayer Daily Devotional. It's the main ministry tool here at Live Prayer. I've written it every morning since we began over 24 years ago. All they have to do is go to my homepage, upper right-hand corner, click on the sign-up link. A couple pieces of basic information. They'll start getting it in their email each morning. Third, of course, is tell people about the TV program. Thank you for doing that. And last, of course, is if this ministry has been a blessing to you as we wind down these final days of 2023, please pray about a special year-end gift to live prayer. Um, We're here not because we're great marketing people, not because we hold great conferences or take great trips. We're here day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, uh, to minister to the needs of hurting people, to bring people to the faith in Jesus Christ. And that's only possible because friends like you who pray for us and those who make the sacrifice to give. So I appreciate your help. Again, up right-hand corner is a donation link. Click on it. it gives you our office address in St. Petersburg, Florida, if that's uh, uh, convenient for you. Or there's also a link to our credit card portal if that's more convenient, all right? So pray about a year and gift to Live prayer. Let's pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for bringing us together once again. I thank you for my dear friends who've joined me tonight. I pray for them, pray for their families, and I pray, God, that every need in their lives will be met uh, this day and through the, throughout this wonderful Christmas season. Thank you, Lord, for the day that we've enjoyed today, the blessings throughout. And now as we commit this hour to you, just, Lord, use it for your glory. Open our hearts and minds, help us to receive from you tonight, and we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, so we've got, it's been an interesting day, you know? Of course, probably the big event was Zelensky in D.C. Um, that did not work out well for him, thankfully, but we'll get into that. But as I, was going through the, uh, as I was going through my notes tonight, there's just a lot of different things. So just sit back and absorb tonight. This is, this is a night to just absorb all kinds of different issues. Um, we might as well start with the whole Ukraine aid. Basically, Zelensky came here to blackmail the United States. And it's the same blackmail routine that Biden's been running, that uh, Kirby's been running, that uh, all the Pentagon people have been running. And the blackmail goes like this. If if, If you don't send Ukraine another $60 billion, then Putin's gonna win, he's gonna start marching on Europe, and your sons and daughters are gonna have to go over to protect Europe, protect our NATO allies, and spill their precious blood in the process. That's basically how the blackmail routine has been going down now for about a, a little over a week. Now, the Republicans, number one, they should just say no. But they've actually given Biden and the Democrats an out. They said, fine, we'll approve your $60 billion for Ukraine, but you have to make these... Changes in our immigration policy. They won't do it. They won't even. They won't even negotiate. Now, initially, they try to. They try to be clever. Well, we're going to spend X number of dollars on the border. That money was not. The, that money was only to help them get more people into the country, facilitate more illegals coming to country. But the Republicans, thankfully actually don't even care about more money for the border. They want policy changes. The problem with the border isn't money, it's policy. And the Democrats, they are not willing to budge on basically just opening that border wide open. I mean, I don't know why they're... Listen, I understand why they're building a case against Biden uh, over his family's corruption. And criminal activities, I get that, but I got to be honest with you. His absolutely ig- ignoring our nation's immigration law that that's enough to that's enough to impeach him in my right there. They both took an oath of a, oath of office to up, uphold the laws, right? They're not upholding any laws; they've actually ignored the laws. So. Zelensky was in, met with uh, Speaker uh, Maga Mike, as they now call him. <laughs> Mike Johnson, they call him Maga Mike. Um, he, met with, he met with Speaker Johnson, met with uh, the senators, and uh, he was pretty much told no uncertain terms. We don't have any money. We're $34 trillion in the hole, and we've got our own problems to deal with. So he's flying back to to Ukraine tonight with no money. Now, remember what I told you last week. I set the stage for you last week. Right now, he is in a major power struggle back in Ukraine with the head of the military. Whenever you get one of these, these puppets like Zelensky, and it boils down to a power struggle with the head of the military... The head of the military wins every time because he's got the bullets and he's got the men, okay? The fact that Zelensky's only value, yeah, I'm just being honest, to the military in Ukraine and to the his government in Ukraine was his ability to you know, bring billions of dollars in from all over the world. Once he can't do that, he has no value anymore. And the fact he's going back to Kiev empty-handed, I, I, like I said, I'm not going to be shocked if if he packs up and leaves. Because he cannot, he cannot, re- there is no way for him to retain power if it's a standoff between him and the head of the military. That's not how it works. Now, if he stands and tries to Take this guy on; he's going to end up with a bullet in his head, or he's going to pack his bags and uh, take off to France or some country that's going to give him asylum. I think that's happening this week. I really do, because again, his only his only value is is was being able to bring in these these huge amounts of money. That's over. That's over. And I got to be honest with you. The military industrial complex, they're all upset because it looks like this gravy train's coming to an end. You got the CIA grifters and the State Department grifters losing their mind. Because don't forget, as far as the State Department goes, they still want to see Putin overturned. But that's not going to happen. That is not going to be happening. By the way, you remember Alexander Vidman? That liar, during the first Trump impeachment, who lied about the phone call, lied about it to his buddy Eric Sirovello. He was the he was the uh, whistleblower that nobody's allowed to even say his name. If you if you posted on social media and you used his name, you lost your account. But the whole thing started, was put in motion because of Vidman. Now, he and his brother, they're both from Ukraine. His brother, I think, if I remember correctly, he's running for a congressional seat out of Virginia. But we find out that Alexander Vidman has an arms company, and he's been putting together contracts with our military to supply stuff to to, to Ukraine. Oh, these people, man, they have no shame, they have no honor. And that's why all these people are so upset at Trump and the Republicans because the spigots shut down. The spigot is shut down. So, and by the way, they had a uh, joint press conference. He met with Biden they had some kind of a press conference where they each had a couple questions from the press. Of course, like always, Biden's, uh, Biden had cards with the picture of the reporter, the question, and the answer. I mean, he doesn't even hide anymore. I mean, he's just like reading it. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. And he can't even read anymore. I mean, the, the, the little press conference they had afterwards was just it was insane. Just insane. So that's where all that's at. We will see, uh, again, they're leaving, Congress is leaving on for Christmas break, three weeks of Christmas break, coming up uh, Thursday. Now, if everything goes according to plan, we'll see if that happens. But if everything goes according to plan, uh, you are. We're going to have a vote tomorrow on in the full house to authorize the impeachment uh, investigation. It's not the impeachment. It's just the full house authorizing the impeachment investigation. This is so they can go to court and get documents from the White House and get testimony from people, all of which are being blocked right now. So having the full house. Approve an impeachment inquiry gives them that extra leverage they need in court to get documents and testimony. So unless now they've only they can only lose three votes. They can only lose three votes. This uh, clown out of uh, Colorado, Bacon, he wants a he wants a job at CNN. He's 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 not going to vote for it. So everybody needs to show up tomorrow, and if they lose bacon, that's fine. They still are going to be good by two votes. But that's happening tomorrow. Also tomorrow is the deposition of Hunter Biden. Now, his lawyer, Abby Lowell, you know, made a... tried to be real clever. He said, well, Hunter's only going to testify in public. Now... The way these things work is they depose them behind closed doors and it's not the Congress people asking questions it's the congressional uh, attorneys and these things can go for eight nine depending on who the purse is 10, 15 hours and they're being grilled what Hunter wants is when they go out is when they go into one of these hearings, And each side gets five minutes and then the other side gets five minutes and it's the Congress people asking questions, not attorneys. That's what they want. I mean, these people think they're too slick by half. And now Hunter, he's out there crying that he's a victim. The Republicans, they want to kill me to get at my father. And here's the best one. He said, if my name wasn't Biden, this would have never happened. Oh, he is right about that. If his name wasn't Biden, he would have been in a prison cell four years ago, doing some big time. But for him to come out and play the victim is just pathetic. So he's supposed to show up for this deposition tomorrow. Now, my guess is this, because of that last indictment on the tax cases, right? I believe that he will show up tomorrow, so he can, so he can. He doesn't get in any more trouble, okay? Because if he doesn't show up, they're going to try to hold him in contempt of Congress. Uh, they may do that. I don't know, because who's who who who's gonna who's gonna prosecute Merrick Garland? <laughs> but my guess, my guess is to not have all that chaos on top of everything else, I think he's going to show up. He's just going to take the fifth. He's not going to talk to these investigators. And he's going to use the latest indictment for the tax cases as his reasoning for not uh, not testifying and taking the fifth. So you've got that going on right now. And uh, we will, uh, we'll see how that shakes out tomorrow. I'll be able to Give you some heads up tomorrow. You know, let me let me get this one out of the way. Remember when Doctor Mengele Fauci declared he was science? Remember that arrogance? I am science. Remember that? Well, apparently, Cap- Fauci is a Roman Catholic, but. He was in an interview, and he was asked about his religious faith. Listen to what he said. You ready for this one? He said he doesn't need to practice his Catholic faith because he draws on his own personal ethics.